Welcome to the Progress with Who's Today podcast, looking back on uh, the last X3 Norwich game this evening. We're going to look forward to the Watford game at the weekend and cuss, discuss a couple of things in between. And we're, cuss as well. And we're going to, well, hopefully we'll not do too much cussing, Dan, uh, as we don't want to do too much editing this evening. But anyway, we'll see how we go. Um, Brendan the this evening, there's seven of us, and it's, it's going to be a bit of a free for all, I think. Uh, um, we've got a slight agenda to, to, to go by, and like I said, the Latix Norwich game and uh, the Watford game with a little bit in between. Anyway, we'll start off as usual with our stat man, Gareth, and then we'll work our way around the table and introduce ourselves after we've had the stats from the Latix v Norwich game. Yes, the stats from the game Wigan Athletic v Norwich last Saturday. Possession, shared, 50% each. Shots, Latics managed 9, Norwich 6. On target, Wigan managed 6 and Norwich 3. Latics had 4 corners, Norwich 1. Latics only committed 5 fouls to Norwich's 11. We didn't score any, they scored 1. We lost again. That's interesting, twice as many shots on target as them, yet I only remember one. A third more shots on target, Dan. Sorry. Mm. No, twice as many, you're right. Never do much in public. My maths, yeah, you're right there, Paul. Never mm. do maths in public. You don't think carpets do, Barry? No. Thank God for that. Go on, Rob, what were you going to say? Nothing. Yeah. Oh, I... Uh, like what Gareth says there, five foils committed. What do you reckon that? Doesn't seem a lot, lot, does it? No, does And it? I think that tells the story. It, well, that's the biggest thing that came out of the game for me. Yeah, I mean, again, another terrible, inept, dreary... Shambolic performance. I mean, I don't know what else to say other than that. Disgusting. Work pleased with Mackay. We'll go into that later. Substitutions, awful. Just terrible. I dare to forget. Have you forgot it, Adam? Are you still. It's uh, like the same as what Rob just said. Yeah. I think it was, it was one of the worst Wigan performances I've ever seen. I've seen us lose to Bradford at all. And it was on par with that. I mean, Fraser Five he played better than Watson in that midfield that night. I just think it was just lacks passion or anything. Was that in the cup when we went out on penalties? Was yes. We would have won that game easily if uh, Baselli's leg didn't fall off three times when we went on. We battered Bradford that night. Just didn't put ball in yeah. it. Yeah. Also, we had a goal disallowed, which shouldn't have been. So a very late substitution in that oh. game, weren't there? Um, I've got written down here. Um, five free kicks exclamation mark I something I still I'm going to work on about that it's something that I couldn't quite believe that if you in, in a dog fight at the bottom of the table that's exactly what you should be doing Adam do you not think do you not think you should be fighting yeah and do you not think that's what the passion yeah the as a consequence of those fa- that fighting you're going to be giving free kicks away do you know any offsides we had three Probably. against us Three. I'm not sure if those three kicks we got caught offside three times. If that's if those three kicks are counted as the offsides as well, that means we've only committed two fouls in the game. No, they can't. I, I've got to be honest with you. I, I would seriously, seriously question that stat about mm. offsides. I really would. I'd also because question that's wrong. I because think I'm sorry. Fortuna was offside more times. It was like it was like a forlorn chess piece <laughs> left out on his own, and it beats me. Uh, Players of his calibre can be caught. In fact, if I had a Christmas list uh, of presents, I would send him the offside rule <laughs> because he doesn't piggy know it. It's literally and that, a rule, and it, it is annoying. 
Very, he annoying. was one of the better players on Saturday. I thought he was the hey, best player me. in our country. I'm not mouth. taking that away from him. Easily. What I am saying though is there was that many breakdowns in play because he was caught offside. It, it was it was embarrassing. I'm sorry, it was. The most of the breakdowns no. in play from our perspective because he got the ball, held it up and held it up and then lost it because there was nobody there to drop it off to. I'd like to go back to your point about the lack of fouls being committed by us and Gareth said there it was 50-50 possession. Uh-huh. I don't quite believe that because it felt like we had an awful lot more of the possession. Either that it was more of a or it was more of a ball fest we had the ball. The first half they had a hell of a first 20 minutes of the first half I think they could have been two or three goals to the goal. Yeah, they, they, could all indeed, they could indeed. They was all over uh, Hooper was dropping and, and nobody knew what to do with him. Um, if, the, nobody was coming with him. Nobody knew what to do. No matter well, what to do. Right. Yeah, yeah. Our, yeah. our lads looked like they trained in different fields. Can I give a special mention to Maynard? Sheffield and others. Yeah, they couldn't have found each other. Well, I thought was playing for Norwich for the first 20 minutes, actually. Yeah. It was dreadful. It was absolutely dreadful. Well, Malcolm Mackay says, have you seen his quote? No. We were not good enough in the first 15, 20 minutes. You're bloody telling me we were, we were pathetic. Yeah. We should have been yeah. three down in 20 minutes. Absolutely. I'll tell you what I think's missing from them stats, and that's past completion. Because oh. Is that because we didn't have any? Honestly, them lads on sat, them lads on Saturday couldn't have found each other if they'd been wearing luminous vests in a pitch black room. Honestly, I didn't see Pascal to another bloke in the same colour shirt. Yeah. Apart from the yellow ones, they were alright. Go on, Dan. Yes. What was you going to say? I've completely forgotten what it was. Fails committed. Fails committed. (laughs) Oh no, it was about Manny Figueroa. I'll give him his due. He gave us the one piece of entertainment from the match. Where he tackled and cleaned out the linesman. He did, yeah. Ah, no, there wasn't. There was another yeah. entertaining yeah. bit. Carl Lafferty's free kick. That was a cracker, yeah. Yeah. When it went into the top. <laughs> 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 35 minutes. He was aiming at them posts that Mick likes watching, doesn't he? It was 35 minutes gone before we got our first shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which wasn't bad compared to past performances. minutes of playing James McLean as the target man through the middle in the first twenty minutes and lumping the ball to his head. He's a winger. Yeah. He's a winger. It's like having Darren Anderson playing centre forward. We, we, we had a period doing that last season where Kirsten's goal kicks and Ali Abzi's was aimed at McLean's head. Hmm. Yeah, you were yeah. through the middle this time. Yeah, you yeah. Words on the o- over to the line. Yeah, I mean, you're never going to win a head against centre half. I mean, full backs, you've got half a chance, anyway. But not, not against centre half. I couldn't understand that particular uh, tactic. I really couldn't. Is it just the middle? Is it just a piece of experimentation, though? Just throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. I'm sorry, but experimentation, no. There's no place for experimentation at this stage of the season now when we're so low in the division. Is that why both McCann and Watson said you think? Because he he wasn't experimenting. He he wanted to go with a little bit of experience. It didn't work at all. But do you think, rather than a foreshore in there, who's, who's, who's not as experienced, who's not as experienced, even Chris, not experienced at championship level, we played them two together thinking their experience could, could pull the midfield together. I just think neither of them are fit enough at the moment. Neither. I just thought he was tinkering. I really do think he was tinkering and I was a bit gobsmacked by it. But then again, no, what did we all say around the table last week? Well, look, looking at him, he's had three games and there was a, a, a rumour going round, isn't there, that he's not put his stamp on it yet, which kind of fits what you're saying Mick but then the team's in the shit you can't you can't just give it a few games or you have a look let it carry on and then go right um, I've worked out what I need to change you should know what you need to change from day one 
We need a leader in the middle of the park mm. who's going to kick some ass. That's what How we many need. times do we bring right. that up on this podcast? Every week we bring yeah. we, need a, we need a Michael Brown, Lee Catamall, yeah. Pas- Bla- Gareth said earlier, Palacios character. Cal- Chris McCann can do that. Somebody if, can if kick the guys around him people. are doing the other work. Kick people, get aggressive yeah. with them, win that ball. We yeah. didn't have any of that. James McArthur did that to some extent and even, even he weren't yeah. a proper one ah, but like he, what he, his positioning he was, was fantastic yeah. he was very still aggressive but stayed on his feet uh, he did his, but he'd win the ball yeah. and he'd play a simple ball and he'd lead by example as well you can't, people say no he's overrated MacArthur it does for sure you know when he's gone how much you actually miss mm. him yeah. yeah I didn't hear anybody say how overrated he was he was a great player great player Dan yeah mm. Well, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. So, another thing yeah. too, I think uh, we used to say, well, how come uh, Rosler won't play McLean and McManaman together? On Saturday, I thought, when, when uh, McLean reverted to going back on the left wing, we were just too, too spread out. We'd, they'd, they'd tore through that midfield, mm. nothing in midfield to stop them, we were just open. A lot of work to do, weren't we? Lots, lots of work. And then there was the strange substitutions. We was one nil down with one striker on the pitch, eighty six minutes on the clock, yeah, and he threw the striker. Rewind, rewind. No. <coughs> Took off Sean Maloney, uh, probably our biggest goal for it, because Fortune yeah, doesn't score goals, yeah, and brings on Don Kerry, defensive yeah. midfielder, and then takes our only striker off. Yeah, but so it's both. So there's no justifying it, Paul. You in cannot justify the substitutions. Not you can't. The substitution in between those two periods. I don't know if you noticed or not, but Maloney had been sick. Yeah, yeah. Threw up. Did it? Yeah. In between. Yeah, well, alright, but why not bring Forshaw on? You don't put on a defensive mm. midfielder. I agree. Yeah, but he wasn't that. playing defensive, he was playing on the right. We, you dropped to 4 4 2, McManaman came inside. But Paul, at that point, look at that team, right, forget that, that look at that, right, game. Look, look at them players on that pitch, right, who's going to get your goal, uh, who's creating anything? It's shit. There's not, there's nothing, there's no one going to create anything. They're all really? missing. We had six, seven midfielders on pitch. None of that was there pathetic. Was, was rubbish. Shan- that Pull was your finger we- out. We turn up every week and they don't. That, was, that was the point of the game when we created the most chances. When Cowie came on, played on the right, he actually linked a few passes together and did a bit of mopping up in the midfield as well. That was that was when we were at our most but dangerous. Paul, it, you say it, nobody put, He's putting... Round pegs in square holes, mate. Why are we not playing? We, the team's no balance. A blind man can. You know, look at the players and their attributes. What they've got. There's no way that that was going to get a goal at all. And then he bring. He waits eight and a half minute to bring a striker on. We played six minutes. Like. Six minutes without yeah. a striker. Yeah, that one. That one. I completely agree with you. Like, hang on a minute. What on earth is going on here? He wouldn't sort whatever's going on. And didn't, we have, didn't we have Delora on the bench? Yeah, yeah he, perfect he, opportunity. He came on eight and a half minutes. It's too late, wasn't it? He came on. Was it going to be fifty seconds? But he kicked more people than anybody else in the team had done up until that. He was only on pitch six. He came on eight and a half minutes. Eight and a half minutes. Yeah. They they the centre half. thing he did was kick the centre half. Yeah. Like that. yeah. like that's that. what I'm saying. That's a positive, not yeah. a negative. See, Grant Holt would have done that right from yeah. the start. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what, Grant Holt, uh, when we play Bolton Wonders at the Reebok, which we'll come through in a bit, not the Reebok. Macron. Thank you. 
He'll be leading our attack right there. I've got to be honest with you, I know people find it funny and it's a bit of a humorous thing. People have come up to me and said, hey, I like this idea you've got going about Grand Toll. I'm sorry, I'm being serious now. Until we actually get something <laughs> in place to convince me otherwise, Fortuny and Old's up front. He's got something there, you know. Delos scored two goals again today, hasn't he? In a, in a, in a, yeah, against, against Burnley. Against Burnley, yeah. I believe. I thought Fortuny was outstanding Saturday. With what mm. he had, every time the ball was played to him, the way he held it and tried to link up, but there was no one there was nobody back to him. Apart, apart from the when Don Terry was up there. The ball, there's a ball in between two defenders. He somehow won it, yeah. turned them inside out and got the shot on goal. And he's done that two or three times. But what we've been saying before about square pegs and round holes and, and the shape of the team, a lot of his work, as I saw it, was pulling out wide. Yeah, yeah. We're leaving nobody in the middle. Well, that first one, for example, when he th our first shot on target, he was on corner at the edge of the box for that. Mm. Yeah, so it was. It did do a lot of work out wide. But there's not. Like I saying there's no one, no support for him to share. Works his socks off. Yeah, the thing is, a centre forward should be working both channel, you know, both sides as well. But the other team members should be, as you pull people wide, they should be exploiting them gaps, which we didn't. If do. you're a lone striker, though, you're going to work the channels. You shouldn't be pulling out so wide that you're rugging touch line. It's the channels, isn't it? Because then, like we've already pointed out, who's going to be a middle foot scorer goal? But at this level, at this level, a lone striker in the championship is up against two centre halves. Yeah, yeah. Which double, you know, double intensifies his work. Oh, three. Well, he at any level, you're up against two centre yeah. halves. But you, that's when you need your midfield then. Not if you've got to have two, energy. Not if you've got two guys playing but they're not doing. That's all the idea of spending them two defenders, the isn't it? Yeah. Well, the, the idea no, of they've got the legs when they're fit. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. At this minute in time, yeah, yeah. Even when they're fit, they, they, together, then you wouldn't play them two and expect an energetic midfield, would you? Not, have you? Them both. Mm, anyway, it, it was crap. Shocking. Adam, yeah. do you, do you, would you agree? Yeah. You've not said much there, I've seen. Well, oh, got a going out so wide, which means one of the centre mids is going out there. Watson, it was usually McCann, you've got Watson going out wide to help him, and then you've not got that attacking midfield in the middle. Because no. if you're going to go that far out wide as a striker, you need someone in, in that box or on the edge of the box that you can also help out the width. But when you cross it in, if the ball comes played out, get a shot on goal. It was easy for uh, the two centres, Martin and uh, the other fellow, yeah. wasn't it? Um, who was the other centre? Johnson. Johnson. They were sat in Bradley dead. Johnson. Yeah. They were sat in dead. Two smoky cigars, I'm just yeah. having a glass of brandy. Oh, I'll just let him come this way, just let him come there. And it's the, ridiculous. And the annoying thing about that is, Ruddy, whenever we did actually pressure him, he's, he dropped the ball. And we could have capitalised capitalised on that. There was a bit of a scramble, weren't there, yeah. well, within the last ten minutes, where he... Uh, with, but again, McManaman didn't look sharp in box, did he? You know, when he, when he was played, something's happened to him. He's got a Durante. But you can understand, you know... Nope. And, and this is the scary thing for me, they've got used to being beaten. Yeah, yeah. And, and belief. Yeah, you're yeah, right. They've got used the to it, and, and and that is really where we struggle. Yeah, you know, we've discussed in this thing, and two of us looking back at, at when we were good and we beat Bradford, but lost and, and and giggling about it. That tells you that tells you everything. You know yeah. that 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 defeat that night should be hurting. Shouldn't be something we're looking at going. Ah, man, that's funny that because we absolutely battered them and lost. Yeah, I mean, our confidence must be battered. Uh, if you look mm. at the run we've been on, is McManaman 
a sort of confidence player? Is is it is he affected that bad mentally? He, he does the same trick week in week out, and he's sussed in it. He just put two men on him. He might turn the first one, but he'd be straight into the second one. He needs, needs someone like Phil Neville to set him up for a goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what a different player he was in that game. What you're talking about there, the Everton away. Yeah. What a different player, buzzing, full of, full of. But the old squad was. aggression. Well, we had a proper manager then, though, didn't we? Well, so sort of these three clothes that we've had since. Well, uh, look at the difference yeah. when when we had we had an interchangeable front three. <coughs> so if Fortune, say for example, we had Fortune at play, and if he pulled it wide, we know where the other two would be. Yeah, the these gaps, clothes are only the thirty yards. Have you? No. Yeah. May I you, we had two midfielders and a defender scoring that game. Well, that tells you something as well, doesn't it? Yeah, the, the, we're getting, getting the forward, players getting the box. Yeah. yeah. So for all Martinez's criticism, because he used to get hammered, Gareth, as you remember. <laughs> not from me. Yeah. Not from me. You don't remember that, Gareth. No? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I thought we'd finish when I did a lot. So it's, it's a, the big question mark about the team for this Saturday, then, isn't there, off that, you know, do we, I mean, one of the, one of the big... Um, criticisms of Rosler was his constant change in the team. Now, we looked at how we played on Saturday, I need to say, for goodness sake, change that team, yeah. you know. Well, that should was. We, should, we, should we play our guessing game again then? Let's see <laughs> if we can select the team for Saturday. Let's make a note of it and then compare with what does actually come up. Come I've up. got my big goal machine. Because, <laughs> because uh, you know, all right, we're, we're all being pundits here now and we're all giving, giving the gaffer a bit of stick. But who would we pick? Who would we uh, our, our starting eleven? Pick? Well, we know we've got dress fastest on Saturday, don't we? Fortune, man, first name, they don't cheat. Followed by Carson, and then I don't. I, I couldn't pick any of them. First, players, first one dressed gets the armband. Yeah. It's ben Watson's turn. <laughs> yeah. on Saturday. I know some of them. I wish we still had MacArthur and Gomez. No, no. Mm. Sorry, but they seem a long time ago. Then there's <laughs> nothing. There's nothing you can do about the players we've lost. Oh, the players we've not got yet. It's what we're doing here in, in the here and now, and. Uh, We've got a tough order on Saturday, a tough order, and every other game after that's going to be a toughie. I just wish the Latics players would toughen up a little bit. The fact that there was, what, five fouls given in the whole game, I'm sorry, but that stinks, that. They should, they should be getting in there. As soon as they kick off, it should be like watching you know, that football match in Kez, everybody getting stuck in. You've got to fight your way out of this situation, aren't you? When, yeah. when you, like Paul says, the belief's got a little bit at the moment, the confidence is on the floor. That's when you, your back's against all. You've got to fight. You've got to fight for every ball in every minute of that game. Well, this is where you look in your dressing room for the actual true players, the Warriors, the lads who stand up and say, right, come on, let's grab this game by the scruff of the neck and let's get stuck in. Now, I can understand now with what's happened with Sean Maloney. He's ill, he's got a bug. Because he fits, he fits the bill, doesn't he? He's small, yeah. he's nimble, but he's Scottish. Now it's a little get, isn't there? He's not he no, no, but I think if you give him that particular role, yeah. sit behind, sit behind Fortune. Eh? You're the attacking midfielder. Get stuck in, pal. But that's his be. position. He's the number ten, isn't he? That's where he should Ooh. be playing. But, but the the person we're saying he's missing isn't Sean Maloney. We're missing Lee Catamol, or we're, we're missing Graham Cavana, or we're missing Michael Brown. That's the player that's really. Don't forget, don't forget. Don't forget. This is the role that Ben Watson started taking on. 
And he was doing all right, thank you very much. Yeah, but he's not aggressive like that, Ben Watson. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not a shouter. He's a little bit screwed at the moment. Yeah, yeah, he definitely is as well. He doesn't want his leg breaking again, does no. he? Well, it's a shame about that, but you can yeah. see where a couple of seasons ago there's a couple of challenges that were Saturday, yeah, yeah and he would have been in you can't blame him oh, but again that says is, is he ready to be back in that not right no. we have got somebody who could do that somebody who does get stuck in alright he gives the stupid free kicks away but Espinosa correct a mondo and at least there'd be energy in that midfield yeah. you know what yeah. I mean see it, it, all, it, all it needs is somebody like him who's, who's, who's similar to uh, Nobby Styles. Now, I'll have to explain who Nobby Steele is, is right, to our young panellist here. But Nobby Styles, all he did was win the ball and give it to Charlton. He did it for England, he did it for United, and that's all he ever did. He won the ball and give it to somebody who could actually spread it out a bit. Well, all teams have so, them, don't they? they yeah, all we've have. not. We've not, have we? Yeah, well, all successful teams have We've not got that. No. But well, again, though, have we actually got somebody who can spread the ball about <laughs> as well? Because I'm with Paul on this. I think Wigan, they, they got blinded by the yellow shirts on uh, Saturday. You know, who's wearing the Ivy's jackets? But the most creative player now, I think, <laughs> in, a, in our squad, for me, and I've not seen a great deal of him, is, it must be Farshaw, because he's the one who can put the passes out. Hughes, Hughes can do it. Hughes was doing something on the occasion as well. Well, I like. I'm a big fan. But we've seen enough of them, haven't we? No, but do you think Mackay thinks the two younger and inexperienced for the situation we're in at the moment? I think that's exactly what it is. No, no, no. Stuff that if you're good enough. No, I'm asking. I think that's what I'm saying. Do you think he's feeling that at this moment in time? We need to 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 fight our way out and and do it. You know, experience. I can understand where you're coming from with that, Barry. But no, because I'll ask him. Then I'm going to see you on uh, Thursday. Right. All right. Good on you. Yeah. I can't tell you what's happening. I'm not telling you what's happening. I'm going to see him. I'm, I'm having my tea with him. <laughs> the tea time in different houses are at different times. So I'm going to meet him for tea. So is that, is that afternoon tea or high tea? High tea. High tea, so that's Malcolm Mal- 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 Meats Barry. We're having high tea and uh, I'll ask him about that. Cream cakes? Cream cakes or Mr. Kipling's specials? Mm. I improve. Uses the left foot as well. Yeah, I play. I play. Use down the left. Kavist and um, McCann in the middle. Cowie down the right. Maloney sat behind. Whoever you want as your forward to provide you with a bit of magic. And I'd start Delaw. See where you go there. See where you go from there. Chuck him in there. Little side for Tuna. Yeah. I'll tell you what. We I are, think Delaw is no good on his own up front, and I think Fortuna will is no good on his own up front. You need someone. You, you need to. They need. They need people need linking up and closing them. them. They're nowhere near each other, yeah. and we're just going to fail until that continues for me. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm. I'm a rob on that one, definitely. Yeah. Well, well I'd like to go back to something that um, Gareth pointed out about uh, Figueroa and said, "Well, where was the others? Where was the the rest of the lads in the back line?" Because for me, what really stood out on Saturday was our woeful, woeful defending. We were awful. I'm with two left backs, haven't we, in back four? With two left backs playing in back four, yeah. one centre half and a right back. Yeah. Yeah. Before kick off, I said that's either going to work with Figueroa stepping out, out of the defence and pinging a, a long crossfield ball because he can ping it like Barnett can. He plays well in the back three, weren't yeah. he? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a in mistake. In a back three, yeah. Yeah. you can play him in a back three, not in a back two. No. Anyway, right, let's move on. We're getting bogged down there. So we were crap, we lost, we got what we deserved. Again. We made Norwich lose <laughs> a decent side. 
Uh, and all they did was move, wasn't it? Move off the ball. Yeah, that's movement. That's all you need to win football yeah. matches. No energy in the team. No art. <laughs> so we could do with him, couldn't we? We all look forward to. <laughs> we all look yeah, forward to Monday evening, didn't we? Thinking who we're going to get with all them teams in the hats. We had Gateshead, Southport, Dover Athletic would have been a, a nice little fixture for us. Preston, Preston North End. And who do we end up getting? No blocks. Bolton, Bolton. That a lot. Does that does that mean we're getting Adam's dad back again? Yeah. Cause, yes. Cause. That, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Next time you, when you go home and you see him, tell him I can get all the coverage of the last time Bolton won the FA Cup. It cost fifteen hundred quid. It's two grand for the projector, for the antique projector. But if you'll take the footage of the actual game off the hands, you get a five hundred quid discount. Apparently, you can't contaminate landfill with footage of Bolton. So, 1500 quid, and he can have it. Anyway, right. <laughs> we'll move on from that. So, what do you think of that draw? I think it's a winnable tie. Of course it uh, is. Yeah. Yeah. It's Bolton that are yeah. a bag of shit. Mackay's yeah. already uh, stated that we won't be sending an understrength team. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is an understrength team? I don't know. Which we want. Barry, we might have a chance of winning. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, oh. Some of them kids keep winning, don't they? Um, <coughs> our priority's going to be staying in the championship, I'm afraid. We've not not, four, not winning got, the FA Cup. We've got four games before that. Why's he even talking about it? Because he was asked about it. Because yeah. he was <laughs> the asset draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but we need a break from this terrible league uh, league performances. It, it yeah. could be. It's going to be a welcome distraction. Gareth, I, I, you'll not be saying that. <laughs> you're following that whole top through Sammy Slowdrive. Ah, this yes. is a bit of deja vu. Again? How did I know I was just about to say that? <laughs> I'm going on Saturday. Revival starts on Saturday. You are, aren't you? You go. Can't wait. Come on, guys. And I was going. Right. Um, so the FA Cup draw. It's not the best draw, but it's only up the road. It is because uh, it, yeah, it, it's winnable. It is, it's a cracking draw because if we need anything that we can get up for and fight yes. for, it's bolting yeah, away. Definitely. Yeah. We all want, don't we? After that. Not last only that. Yeah. Not only that. It's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for the team to rise to the occasion and give us fans cracking. something to shout about positively. Mm. A couple of league wins between now and then would set it up really, really yeah. brilliantly. And, and then we can go and kick the trotters back. And it's the first game of the new year as well. Yeah, we yeah. haven't lost yeah. in the FA Cup since Swindon away. No. And we do in not. In 2012, that one. Apart from Arsenal last year. Doesn't count. No. no. It was Penalty. a draw. Draw. Okay. No, no, they're definitely not. Right. right um, I mean, we're talking about that. Though. That's that's the first week in January. Before then, uh, the week before that game, actually, we've got Leeds away, and they've announced the ticket pricing, and it's a nice little Christmas treat for anybody who wants to go. What the three? Forty-one pounds. Oh, lovely, lovely. Let's get a brace. Do you get a doggy so, bag with that? Right. Tell you what, if you get a ten minute Christmas card after the answer, you don't go so far when you're charging that, does it? Just a matter of interest, how much are uh, Leeds fans pay? £41. So everybody's yeah. paying £41. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, they're, they're not well, their tickets are between £28 and £36 yeah. in, in the home end. Uh, season tickets are 600 plus a season. So they're, they're getting a rough ride as well. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's a championship relegation battle. <laughs> And it's 41 quid. Yeah. That's if you pay, you can, the cheaper if you buy in advance, you can get one for 36 quid. But if you want to buy on the day, so say you wake up Boxing Day morning, you've not got a ticket, you think, oh, I really fancy going and watching ticks today, or nip up to Leeds, 
you go along and you go to the turnstile and they want dabs off you. If you take if you take your dad with you, make your dad you have to pay twenty nine quid for him. There's an OAP. P, so you need to go in is uh, seventy quid. My dad won't pay forty one quid to yeah. go. It's ridiculous. Or if you take if you take one at lads, if Adam goes along, that's again it's another twenty nine quid for Adam. How much did we pay for Wembley? Less. Yes. Well, I paid I paid less for Wembley than I am yeah. doing. FA Cup semi-final. Yeah. There's a bit of a there's a bit of a campaign starting on, on the interweb about uh, we should make a stand against this and boycott going to the game. And there's quite a few people people have said that. And it would be interesting if any Leeds fans would join in as well and, and they put a stamp. I don't know if they will or not. They won't, Barry, because we've already had have already had the Leeds fans giving it big and again saying, "Oh, I thought you boycotted it every season." Yeah. Even though we've only yeah. played them twice in our history, you know what I mean? While they've been in League One, a Championship, and we've been winning cups and been <laughs> on European tours. Uh, so, if you're listening, Leeds fans, get it up, yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, does it compare to uh, who did they play last? Uh, the last home game. What Fulham t- is they're playing Fulham, Fulham at home next week. And what's the prices for that? Then I think that there is category A and B games from what I can gather because I looked on the website and whatnot. Uh, but I couldn't, I couldn't see the ticket price. Seems to be very churlish if Wigan did the same to them, though, wouldn't it? Because we play them again. What is it towards the end of the season? Is it? We're not. We're not allowed to though. We have to charge. You have to charge uh, away fans the same as your home supporters, unless you're doing a specific. Um, charity thing, isn't it? Yeah, no. You can you can have three times a year. You mm. can do an incentive for your own fans. Mm. So that's like where we have three games for twenty quid or something mm. that we do sometimes. That's that's how it's a little bit different. That's how they can get away with it. But this isn't. So their ticket prices they'll be thirty six quid, won't they? You said thirty six. Yeah, uh, but they 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 start at twenty eight. I think that's the what cheapest. What we should do. Is when Leeds come, we should have it as 250 quid a ticket for everybody and give home fans a 240 quid discount. Yes. <laughs> I've got an idea. We should all go dressed as clowns, <laughs> a fancy dress, and say, We're members of the Wigan Athletic Squad, let us in. Well, I'm definitely doing some, well, I'm definitely boycotting and hopefully doing some kind of protest. Uh, and if there's any mileage in it, hopefully going to get a flag made if we can get enough contributors uh, with. Some type of message on it. Jesus, but the, the only problem is the club. The, the stewards will check what's on the flag before it goes in the ground and that, and it will probably get confiscated. In the ground, yeah. yeah. You, you get your flags get cha- checked at every. So you're going to send the flag in the ground, but you're yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, hopefully, we can get enough enough money together to do that. Um, I get flags past the stewards. Or alternatively, spend my thirty-six pound match ticket money uh, and get a few people to do that and fly a plane over. Because you might not get a flag in the ground. I'm going to speak to Leeds United Football Club first right. before I get my, my flag. So you've got a plan there, Rob, have you? Uh, well, I've got a plan. It's just uh, uh, hoping to get a bit of support. So anybody who's interested in boycotting the you game and wrong. chucking a donation, said, contact said Barry. Plan. <laughs> contact Barry. Contact, contact Barry. Barry. <laughs> uh, Barry will give me details. I'll give you the details. Hold on a minute. Thirty-six quid to rent a plane? Nah, well, it's it's a bit more than that, isn't it? <laughs> Okay, right, so uh, we'll move on because there's not much time left. On Saturday, we're travelling down to Hertfordshire where we're going to face the Ornets of Watford. Uh, there's going to be a new unveiling, Elton John's stand's going to be un- unveiled on the day, so it's going to be a big day. <laughs> what do you say about Valky Mackay? 
Yes, Barry. I was reading in the Observer this week that Elton John is a big influence on Malcolm Mackay as a manager. Why would that? I have no idea. Right. Because <laughs> of the connection with Watford. Yeah. Your jokes get more surreal every week. It isn't a joke, it's true. Right, we've got Watford on Saturday, we've met them 14 times altogether, we've won five, we've had five draws, and Watford's won four. So yeah, Watford only won five, come Yeah, Saturday. so this is it's like 15 times, five, 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 done it. <laughs> uh, the referee's a guy called Mark Haywood from the West Midlands, this season he's had 20 games, 52 yellows and three reds, he's only refereed us once before, that's when, we, we talked about this game last week, it's when we played Blackpool away. Um, he was the referee that day. He sent James McLean off, if you remember that, for a bit of an innocuous challenge on the touchline, wasn't it? Well, it was the. Uh, well, it was the second yellow. Yeah. It was the kerfuffle on the touchline, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 so. yeah, that was like minutes to go, wasn't it? It was, it was yeah, 90 plus one minutes it was. Leading uh, goal scorer, Troy Dina, with seven, and Vidra has also got seven, and the six in the table at the moment. Uh, how have they been performing of late, Gareth? The last six, they've won two and lost four. Um, Watford three, Millwall one, Birmingham two, Watford one, Ipswich one, Watford nil, Watford one, Derby two, Watford nil, Cardiff one, but they had a bit of a revival last week, they won five nil at Fulham. Yeah, Fulham had the keeper sent off. Yes, in the first half. Yeah, they battered them. They absolutely yeah. battered them. They looked bad though for them that day, didn't they? They looked shocking. Yeah. Oh, so was they didn't? No, not what, I mean, on last, last week they did, yeah, last week they, they, looked, they looked quite bad. But it's the type of game where we turn up and, and do a job on a minute. Beat Latex, you know what I mean? You go to Derby, yeah. you win. Yeah. We go down there, we don't win. We've got one in our last six. In fact, we've only won one of our last 15. That derby match being our only win since whenever it was August. August. Last time we won was when we bought a raffle ticket. <laughs> yeah. Shocking. So would you. <laughs> so you're going down then, Gareth? Yes, it's, uh, it, it's me and a few lads. We, we pick a December away match. Uh -huh. and we call it sort of our Christmas uh, get-together type of oh, thing. Right, and it's yeah. Saturday. And uh, there's seven of us going down to Watford. We're staying in a hotel and we're going into London having a few sherbets on Saturday. You've got to watch a bit of a show while you're there. No. Because Cats is reopened, you know. Has it? Yeah. You're not fancy going and watching Cats. Will we cast them all? No. no. The, the musical? No. No, we'll go and take a few sites up, uh, up London Town. Soho. A few pints, but wherever. Wherever you end up. Oh, yes. Yeah. I've seen those pictures before of your night sites. I know where you'll <laughs> be ending up. <laughs> Looking forward to it. I bet much. you are, yeah. Right. Good shame the football's going to ruin it, isn't it? Really? <laughs> well, let's hope for the revival. It, it could be rained right. off. It could be. Adam, you're going down as well, aren't you? Yeah. Are you, uh, you, are you won't be going solo, will you? <laughs> no, he's not going solo, he's going with his mouth. It's going to be a one day sort of thing. So <laughs> go straight there, straight back. Right, so you just go in and out, hit it, boof, and away. That's it. Yeah. Are you getting coach? Coach, yeah, sports club. Ah, doing it the posh way. Doing Not with the rabble rousers on, uh, on, on the uh, Arkis tours <laughs> or anything like that. No. no. Not this time. Right. Tickets are 26 quid. 26 quid? Oh, reasonable. Uh, take no leads. Yeah. How much is yours, Adam? Cost me 40 quid overall. but it's Including travel? Yeah, yeah, it's not bad, is it? Yeah, it's not bad. It's 15 quid. Yeah, it costs you that, get in at Leeds. Yeah. That's, that's London prices yeah. as well. Uh, train, £42, hotel, £42, 26 quid for the ticket. 
Is that a return on the train? Yeah. Oh. Not bad. Not bad at all. So it's a nice place, Watford, isn't it? It's a nice, good night out, I believe, round, round the Watford town. 24 hour services. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going into London. You said that before. I wasn't uh, being, uh, but, uh, being old. I, did, I didn't know you'd said it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, we've got Watford. How's it going to go? Go on, Gareth, give us some sort of uh, prediction what you think. Well, we're rubbish and we couldn't score in <laughs> a rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm hoping we're going to nick it 1 0. 1 0. Rob, what do you think? Dreading it. I, I can't remember feeling like this for, well, for years and years and years about this Dortmund Saturday if it come round because I'm expecting defeat. It's terrible. We've not been on a run like this, well, probably since we got relegated in the 90s. So, just another defeat for me. I think we're going to get another hammering and all. Thornhill, Watford. Adam? Uh, well, I've got to have some optimism since I'm going. <laughs> uh, I think there's no expectations because Watford have been playing a lot better than us. So, I think it might win our favour, but it might not do. I think it, it'll be a close one. Hopefully, I think we might nick it 1 0. So that's positive. Uh, I that. Mick? Do you, you realise I got my first prediction right in months on Saturday? <laughs> yeah. But you were hoping for a, a reverse psychology, weren't you? Yeah, well, I'm going to do the same reverse psychology this week as well. I think we're going to lose. Right. Mm. Reduce, Dan? Well, I'm hopeful of something positive, and I think something positive at this point would be a draw. So I'm going to say a cracking nil-nil. Paul? It's going to be 2-1, isn't it? 2-1. 2-1. Nailed on. I'll go with you, 2-1 as well. Are you saying to Watford as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we finish, uh, just uh, a little something that I'd like to think about us to have a quick think about a quick mention the uh, transfer window opens up in well it's Christmas day in, in two weeks so it's the week after believe it or not if you've not got any presents you're leaving you know leaving it a bit late and the week after transfer window opens um, do we think we should get rid of some all of them all of them what type of player we should we be looking to bring in do you think we need centre backs yeah. yeah we need two two centre backs midfielders Midfield boss. A boss. Ball winner. I don't think we'll sign a striker. What do you think we need? We could do with one. All, all we could do with is two centre backs, two full backs, four midfielders, and two forwards. Is that all we need? Well, that's is that four four two? That part could be sorted. Is that four four two? <laughs> Paul, did it you, know, you? No, one of the, one of the forwards plays deep. Oh right. Mick, that's what we were playing. Yeah, so, sorry, you think? Um, I think um, we're going to get rid of quite a few loanies on loan. Um, I think what we've got to be careful of is how decimated our squad's going to get in January, because I think a lot of players will actually itch for a move. Well, and I think we're going to end up having to. There's ten hours of contract in summer, isn't there? Yeah, well, they're not. They're going to get the signing on fees in summer if they go, but it'll be more lucrative if they actually uh, go with the club for blessing in January, isn't it? And I think mm. some moves will be engineered. I think some of the top names down there will, will disappear in January. And I think we're then going to be thinking, my God, where do we go from here? 
because I think we're going to be decimated. I really do. I agree with that. I think your likes of Maloney. I know Mackay's already said, oh, Maloney's going nowhere to end the season. But that type of player, where con- great contract in summer, clubs might nip in in January because they know they're going to get a cracking player. For a million. Yeah, mm. and it's yeah, all rather than miss eight in summer. Mm. And it's all going to be the last couple of days or the last couple of hours of January sales with this week. You know what? Everybody. I'm not bothered with Eagles because they've been a Chevrolet what's it this season. I don't care, Eagles. Honestly, that's how I feel about I it. Th- I think if you trim the squad down and and a few do go and like Mixer, some will be itching to move because you know you do not want to be playing your trade in a team that's doing crap. What would you do if you were the manager? I know what I'd do. I'd, I'd let a few go because then once you get a smaller squad, you've then got a. He picks himself, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's uh, one of the big problems with this squad. Yeah, yeah. He's picking the team. He's got, this, he's got this opportunity. He's got this opportunity where he's got half a season in front of him. A half a season where all he's got to do, basically, is ensure Wigan Athletic survive in that division because I think any chance of promotion or the playoffs is <laughs> a little bit far fetched now. So, Just a little bit. <laughs> so he would then. If I was the gaffer, I would turn around and I would say, look, if they want to go in, the, in January, let's get rid of them. Let them go. Mm-hmm. Just negotiate the best price you can. Give me a fee, give me, sorry, a figure at the beginning of January what I can spend, irrespective of who's going to go. Then, the people who are on the fringe, encourage them to go and get a loan signing somewhere else. I think the, the squad's going to get decimated, so therefore it could be his ideal opportunity then to rebuild himself and turn around and say, look, the main rebuilding takes place at the end of the season when we've remained in the Championship. Well, he's going he's to come in for for these well, players to decimate him. He's going to come in for Ramis. He's gonna I come think in Ramis will go back to Spain. In, in, in January? Yes. That's well, the first shout, though. I think he'll go back to Spain. Who's going to come in? I think, I think Figueroa will play. He's on big bucks here. Yeah. If, he's, if he says, I don't want to go anywhere till summer, we can't but make we can't. him go. No, but can't. he's only on big bucks for another six months. Yeah, but at the same time, yeah. Barry, I, I like he signs a three-year deal. But if he goes somewhere now, he's not, they're not going to pay him when he gets paid here. No, but if you take a pay cut to get yourself a three-year deal, yeah. ultimately, you know that you're either six months and knackered, or three years and still employed. Mm, the likelihood is he's going to be going back to Spain in summer. So he's going to be taking a wage cut. So are you thinking he's going to stay just for uh, yeah. last pair there? Well, I would. I think, I would. in all of us, you know, I think we're going to lose Ramis. I think we're going to, Figueroa was going anyway. I don't, I don't think he'll be, he'll be retained. I think we're going to lose Abzi. I think we're going to lose um, Watson. I think we're going to lose McLean. Watson? Watson's going over. Watson's not fit enough. What's not going over? McLean's the first I think what he's done McLean. is he's proved he's recovered from a broken leg. I think there's one or two premierships. But he was good at some ones. He's rubbish. Spot on. Wait a minute. Did you just say McLean's rubbish? Get off this podcast. What's it done? No, no, no. Sorry. I'm meant to be Gareth on this. It works, sir. Are you seriously saying that McLean is rubbish? Dan, we're next to the bottom in league, mate. What's he done? He's, he's a good nothing. player he, he, on he bad form. He was international duty, picks up Manamatsu awards, coming back here. There you go, that proves that the... It yeah, proves play. that he doesn't yes, give a toss about this club, that's what it proves. It doesn't prove that he's a bad player though, does it? But, I well, whatever, I would say he's a bad player, player. I would say he's a very inconsistent <laughs> player. And that inconsistency absolutely does my head in. But the fact that he can go away on international duty and do well yeah. means 
you'll get a fee. Well, Adam, yeah. what do you think? What are you thinking? What about January? Yeah. It's code, isn't it? I think. I actually don't know. I think <laughs> none of them want to play. It's a collection of individuals who want to get the paycheck, get a move, and just want to... But they're not even trying to impress, that's the thing. They want to get out of this club. They're not doing anything to all the clubs to show, you know what, this is what I can offer. Do you see the clubs in a mess? Yeah. On and off the pitch. Yeah, I think yeah. the players have been affected, mate, uh, by uh, all this wheel and yeah, stuff, without, without a doubt. Yeah, I'll be 100% with you there. Definitely. Yeah. I think Mr Whelan's been affected by the lack of effort on the, on the field as well. Yeah, I think it's a bit poisonous at the minute. Yeah. Fan, fans, cl- uh, the players, the club, the staff. Everything in it. We've not, because we've not had the pie time like this I got the since probably early 90s, haven't we? We've had a 20-year period where we've been on the up all the way through that. Eight years of Premier League relegation battles, but enjoying it, because yeah. we're still pumping up our weight. Cup wins, what, two cup finals, European tours, and now we're on that decline, and we're in a bit of turbulence. We need to be steered through. We need some, yeah. yeah, they just need to settle, don't they? It needs yeah. the right characters at the yeah. club, what we were saying before. And, and I think Mackay. Both on and off the pitch. I think Malcolm Mackay is a strong character and I think he could turn it round. But he's got a big job on his hands. Maybe we've just got to be a bit patient because it took us a while to settle on Paul Jewell in the end, who took us up last time. Mm. We've, like you say, we've had 10 years of fantastic football. Deferred gratification, isn't it? How, how patient can you be second bottom of the championship and only because Blackpool are an absolute mess that we're not bottom? Yeah. You know, he's had three games in charge and picked up one point. Where's your new well, manager bounce? But how long term are you thinking? How patient can you Whelan, be? Well, Whelan won't be patient. So he won't sack him, will he? Yeah, I, I, I think it's a short term appointment, this. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen with the inquiries FA American. I, I think Whelan's looked at it as a short term appointment. I don't, I don't think he wanted to get rid of Oslo, but I think he's in no, no position not to. Mm. Would you be willing to stay in the championship for five years if it meant getting back in the Prem? I think you've got you've yeah. got to stabilise and then and then push. A club has to stabilise itself and then push on all the time. You've got to be ambitious, otherwise, why why you're a professional club in this setup? You have okay. to be you have to be you know ambitious. But that doesn't mean breaking the bank and putting yourself in trouble. Yeah. Well, that's the wrong way to go. No, it is the wrong way to go. And Whelan is an ambitious chairman, so something will happen. I think Whelan was an ambitious. Ch- I don't know what it is to these days. Something's. If Ooh. I'm being honest, and, and why we're going to wrap up in a second, but if I'm being honest, I think it's time he went. That for all he's done for us, absolutely brilliant. To put his money in, but I think he's doing more than the good now. I don't think he's doing any harm at all. He's gobbing off in the media, that's causing a bit of a giggle. People are angry their heads thinking, think oh, what's he up to? I just think it's affecting everything, it's affecting the players, it's just, like Rob said, even the fans are, are, are nah. coming up with stupid chants, aren't they, and ludicrous comments at games. What's, affa- what's affecting that is the fact that we've been shocking all season. That, 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 that's the direct. You've not got worse because of what Whelan's done. You've not got worse because, well, you could argue you've got worse because Mackay's taken the job, but he hasn't really had a chance to put his stamp on it. They've been shocking all season, and you know you, you could. Rosler's been blamed, but yet yeah, this is the bloke who took a squad of players from shocking to 
the brink of the, the, the Premiership again. On the brink of the Premier League. Something over summer has changed, whether it's attitude, a couple of players coming in that have, that have not settled or caused no fun or whatever, but something's not right. Or players that have left even, maybe, that were the driving force of the dressing room, maybe. Something's yeah. changed. Jordi Gomez. James mm. McCarthy. Anyway, on that note, it's a load of bollocks from me. <laughs> As <laughs> usual. bollocks from us. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. See you all next week for the uh, Rob Room. Yeah, that's right.